0: This week we fully transitioned into a new 19-year cycle that we have not actually been through since January 1773 to 1792 when the American and French revolutions happened. So this is a massive turning point that actually kicked off earlier this year when Pluto already went to Capricorn, but now this week it's going to go there and stay there until 2040. So this is a big turning point this week, and I'm going to give you the whole weekly horoscope for everything happening in the planets. My name is Jeremy Devins. This is the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast, where I give you weekly insights into Vedic astrology, the sister science of yoga and Ayurveda, based on the actual placements of the planets in the sky. So if you look at Western astronomy or modern astronomy, you'll see that the calculations match up. And... Western astrology, which a lot of you may have come from, like I have, it's actually a little bit off in its calculations because they don't factor in the precession of the equinoxes and they're using a 2000 year old system. So Vedic astrology is accurate and we see that Saturn is in Capricorn with Pluto, which we haven't seen since the American Revolution and uh, not in Aquarius, like some Western astrologers are saying, you look up in the sky, see for yourself, use the night sky app. Uh, So this week we do have a major turning point, and this is a big, big deal for democracy, for what the Western Front is all about, and the whole idea of America being the leader of the free world is going to change, It's undergoing a revolution of some sort in this next 19-year period, which we already saw really start to kick off this year. Uh, The way the whole Western society, the whole democratic society of America has run and operated, has transformed this year and is going to continue to over the next 19 years. And we'll talk more about that over several episodes in the future. And I'll do a whole episode just on comparing now to the American and French Revolutions because it's a very significant turning point. But this week in particular, just this week, we have that happening. But we also have the full moon in Ardra on Tuesday, the 29th. And on Sunday, the 3rd of January, we have Venus moving into Sagittarius. So the full moon in Ardra is a very appropriate time to have a reflection and review of this whole year. Perfect way to end this year because Ardra is the nakshatra where Rahu was that really initiated this pandemic this year. So when Rahu is in Ardra... That has happened throughout every major plague and pandemic throughout history, as I've covered in previous episodes. And it happened during 9 11. Rahu was in Ardra. So Rahu has moved out of Gemini now. So it can't be in Ardra again for another 18 years or so. And when it does, we'll likely see another major turning point in society. But uh, when it was there and, and this whole thing kicked off, uh, th- we're coming to a sort of. The completion of a cycle, some sense of closure with that. And we see that happening now with the vaccines rolling out and a lot of people being very happy about that. And of course, there's a lot of people who are very skeptical about that. And I think both sides are valid and worth hearing. Of course, this energetically and astrologically, though, the full moon in Ardra is saying that we're coming to a time of completion of that cycle of what Rahu initiated in Ardra and this whole year has been about with the COVID 19 stuff so now is a time if you haven't already done a review reflection of the year or at least just of the past week this tuesday is a great time to do some sort of uh personal ritual maybe it's you write gratitudes and uh, you sort of review and reflect on this past month or this past year and what you're grateful for and appreciate and when we appreciate what we have, what we have appreciates and value. And that's what the full moon is always here to teach us. Every time we go through this full moon cycle, every month, there's a sense of closure and completion of that 28-day cycle, and then moving towards a new cycle with the new moon two weeks later. So being at Ardra in particular, Ardra represents destruction and difficult conversations and resolving difficult issues. It's not a good time for, for example, getting married or something like that. That's a big new, potentially intending to be a very positive transition and new beginning. So not the best time for extremely focusing on positive things. Of course, if you have something going on, you're initiating something, new habits, that's great. Do that because there's a lot of positive factors for that with Mars and Aries and uh, the sun and Sagittarius and then Venus joining them. Uh, sun and Sagittarius at the end of the month so there are a lot of good factors for moving into the new year and setting new intentions but in general what have you learned from this whole lockdown situation this year Uh, you know hopefully you you haven't been too personally affected by this but i know many have and if you have been personally affected how has that been a catalyst for growth for you And always the spiritual perspective is always, how is this happening for me rather than why is this happening to me? And this time of the full moon in Ardra is a reflection, a a review of what have I learned? How has this happened for me? How have I grown and matured this year? And Saturn and Capricorn being there all year and all next year is teaching us maturity and wisdom and patience. And Essentially, not just like grinning and bearing it, sort of patience, but how is this making me wiser and stronger and more mature? And how can I evolve my structures and the routines that I have in place to be more stable and secure? What foundation am I really building on? Saturn and Capricorn is testing that foundation all year 2020 and all year ahead, all the way until January or till April 2022. So another year plus of this kind of energy. And of course, there will be some let-ups with Jupiter moving into Aquarius in the spring, so spring 2021. And I will cover that in the 2021 horoscope. But this week in particular, we have the full moon on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, Pluto's moving into Capricorn, as I mentioned. And that's a big deal. And the way politics are now, and the way government things are now, it's very divisive, and it's it's not really uh, okay to not pick a side. If you're even hearing somebody who has a different belief than you, it means you are in some way uh, supporting all of their beliefs, right? There, there's so much divisiveness in politics and and ideals and beliefs now, and we saw that when Jupiter went back to Sagittarius and retrograde. And Jupiter in Sagittarius can lead to sort of bigotry and idealism in a way that's sort of excluding others, and my way is right, and your way is wrong, and the fanaticism. And Jupiter was in Sag, you know, over the past couple of years, uh, or the uh, the past year and uh, the year before. So it's it's been this energy for a while in the sort of social milieu, and we're moving a bit out of that, uh, in the spring this year, hopefully. Uh, but with the Pluto going into Capricorn with Saturn this Wednesday, that's just the beginning. It's going to be a long cycle. The American revolution happened in 1776 is when the declaration of independence was written. Uh, so it's, it's like 17, it's like kind of when this cycle started in January, 1773, it wasn't like things just initially right away went crazy. And again, I'll link to that video about the American Revolution and the French Revolution so you can see the timelines of these things. But it wasn't immediate, and the French Revolution was really towards the end of the cycle in 1792. So it was a 19-year cycle then, it's a 19-year cycle now, and we're likely to see massive changes in political structures. And what is democracy? And, and right now, like I just was watching a video about Uganda, which I don't know very much about. Being in America, we're a little bit uh, focused on ourselves a lot of the time. So I try to look at different countries and learn about their politics. And for example, in, in their political system, it's meant to be more of a democracy. But people who oppose the current reigning regime are just being completely shut down and not even being allowed to have any sort of... Uh, gatherings or any sort of uh, movement or any sort of uh, connection online, even everything's just being sort of stifled and shut down. So they don't even have a voice. So they're not really being democratic at all. And we're seeing similar things happening here in the West, where there's essentially one narrative that's socially acceptable on social media, and anything else is being sort of censored or deleted uh, and erased from the internet almost immediately, which has all happened in this year since Pluto went into Capricorn earlier this year, Rahu went into Ardra. These are big turning points and they're not going to just go unnoticed. People are very upset about it and again it's very tricky to talk about these things without trying to uh, push buttons or without sounding like I'm picking sides because I'm really Intending to be very objective about this and say, if you believe there is no censorship, great. If you believe that you're being completely censored and you can't say anything you want anymore online, then that you know there's truth in both perspectives and there's truth in everyone's perspective. But the way things are playing out is extremely divisive and it's very tricky to navigate. But ultimately, what we can do, what we can control, is to come from a place of compassion understanding curiosity listening seeking to understand rather than to be understood which the whole setup of social media almost is antithetical to uh, the whole idea of if you ever get caught up into a conflict on social media just the way it's all set up it's very impersonal you're just reacting to text and there's not a human being that you're seeing there's not facial expressions there's not body language So it's all very, very impersonal. And the more we have our conflicts and make our decisions and have our debates this way, the less humanity we have and less understanding and curiosity we have of each other. And that is going to further polarize people and create further division. Now, that's just the energy of what's possible and likely to happen uh, with Pluto and Capricorn over the next 19 years. And we're seeing it, the seeds of it now, and we can interrupt it now. So it doesn't have to lead to I don't think it will be as bloody and violent, hopefully at all, as the ones in the 1700s because the culture is just so different now. Uh, it's more, probably going to be a lot more mental and a lot more uh, to do with what we think and what we share and what we talk about or don't talk about. But can we find a sense of compassion and understanding? Can we find curiosity? Can we find somebody who has completely opposite beliefs and ideals as us and hear them out? And see why they feel completely justified and right in their perspective. Because everybody on every side of every situation feels completely right and justified in their perspective. So how can everybody be right and everybody else be wrong? It just doesn't, it's not possible. So there's got to be a sense of understanding and curiosity here. Because this can be very destructive. This can lead to, like a revolution is a big deal, right? That word... It's kind of uh not as powerful, maybe in the vocabulary as it as it once was. But when you when you look back through these videos, if you check out those videos I recommend, you can just kind of get a more more of a sense of how powerful actually having a revolution really is, and how much of a massive change that is. So we're in that kind of energy for the next 20 years. And can it be a revolution of love and compassion and understanding and curiosity? And people all feeling like they have a voice and getting to choose what feels right for their way of managing their health and supporting others. And there's so much wrapped up into this. It can be very complicated and emotional and charged. And whenever we feel charged and reactive, we can know that we're touching a pattern within ourselves, maybe a projection, maybe a samskara, a, a conditioned pattern. And we can be curious with ourselves. And that's where... Self-practices are so important. And this whole year, Saturn and Capricorn has been a test of what are your practices? How deeply have you been practicing? Do you just get reactive the next time somebody posts something on social media or there's a new news story or there's a new thing coming out or a new restriction? Or is there a way that you can find understanding and maybe even take action in creating the world that you want to create and navigating these complicated conflicting opinions and beliefs and ideals that are butting heads throughout society right now so moving into a much more personal note on sunday the third we have venus moving into sagittarius venus is moving out of the enemy sign of scorpio into much more friendly sign of sagittarius so this brings a little more passion adventure excitement play creativity fun into relationships beauty art, creative expression. So if you like to dress up nice or kind of just feel uh, fabulous in your uh, Zoom wardrobe, maybe dressing up in like the nicer sweatpants and tank tops this week and doing a slightly different bun in your hair sort of thing. Uh, So Venus and Sagittarius is a positive thing. Great for relationships. And if you're looking for relationships, this is a great time for reaching out to somebody who you have a romantic interest in or possibly want to explore a partnership with. Those of you already in relationships, this is great for passion in the relationship. And Sagittarius is also about our ideals and beliefs and what we value, but Venus brings a lot more harmony and curiosity and play with those things. With the full moon in Ardra earlier on Tuesday, that's that's a time when, if there are some difficult conversations you need to have, You can have those earlier in the week and that can lead to more intimacy and love and openness and connection towards the end of the week and all throughout the month mostly with Venus and Sagittarius. So we move into 2021 and I'll have the January 2021 horoscope coming out just before the month begins. And inside of the Vedic Astrology membership, you can get sign by sign horoscopes. So if you wanna know if you have Venus, excuse me if you have Sagittarius rising or your moon sign you can see exactly how this plays out for you this month and what houses are affected uh particularly Sag rising this is a very positive month Uh, I've already recorded these and they're already available inside of the Vedic Astrology membership the whole January 2021 horoscope sign by sign so you can see how it plays out for you specifically and what areas of life are specifically affected which I can't do in the general horoscopes But I go into a lot of depth. There's a whole extra hour of audio inside of the Vedic Astrology membership at quietmindastrology.com. You can still get the founding members discount right now for a limited time. It's $9.97 a month, or you can get a whole month free for a year membership. And we got an awesome community joining us there, and we're already getting a lot of interaction on our community group, and it's a lot of fun. So I hope you can join us at uh, quietmindastrology.com, where you can also schedule a one-to-one reading if you want a reading before the new year or into the new year. It's a great time to do a one-to-one reading, and you can also get the Vedic Astrology 101 course if you want to learn the fundamentals of astrology. So thank you for listening. I hope you have a great week and look forward to sharing more with you soon next time on the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast.